In the fall of um, 2003, I approached the Center for New Media and Technologies and asked for help to build a website for home use for the students of a new course in Italian that I was designing, a third year level course, which is uh, the equivalent of a sixth semester of language. Students have had about five semesters of language studies. The course that I wanted to teach was called The Language of Laughter, Italian fil Film Comedies from 1950 to 2000. Lila Pinto, um, who's now in Argentina, unfortunately, became the project director and a wonderful crew composed of Zarina Mustafa and Stephanie Ogden and others whose name I don't know, built a website for me. The crew was wonderful. We met several times, discussed needs, goals, priorities, problems, and solutions. Lila Pinto was an incredible project director. She was very interested in the educational goals of the project, moved things along speedily, involved some students of media classes who gave their feedback, and finally came up with a name for the website, Kaleidoscope, Kaleidoscopio, which I really liked. I'm now teaching the class for the second time with a hefty number of 20 students, which is our limit, because it is a language content course, and we cannot have more than 20 students, but it it is a very good number, and I think having the website really uh, adds a lot to the course. I'd like to tell you briefly what kind of curricular needs this course film meets in a language department, what kind of goals I had in mind for the course, and in what ways I thought a website would enhance the the way the students engage with both the language and the content of the course. Films are regularly commonly employed in language classes. It's, it's not a, a novelty at all. In, in fact, um, both full films and individual scenes from films are regularly used as a context for vocabulary building, for the development of the various language skills, speaking, listening, writing, reading, and also for cultural instruction. The benefits of using films for a language class are obvious, I think. Films are multimedia works themselves that expose students to a visually and orally rich environment, as well as written sometimes, are authentic products of a culture, show cultural values, and due to their richness in different stimuli, they appeal to different styles of learning in students. Uh, on the web, there's a number of websites existing which deal with films, and, but as far as Italian goes, we have especially one, Italica, which tends to want to give a very comprehensive history of Italian film, and therefore it's an uh, endless uh, ongoing project, and doesn't have, therefore, the, or hasn't had until now the time to go in depth in each movie, because it's more interested in a sort of a comprehensive history with all the directors and all the different genres, etc. Or else we have pedagogic sites for language learning, which in the way I described before, use scenes from films as context for language teaching. I wanted, however, to do something else. I, my, um, I didn't want to utilize films for a language and cultural class, which is what I do all the time, of course, in my other language classes. But I wanted to teach a course whose content would be the films themselves and their representations of Italian society in Italian. So 
this is what is called a content course. It's a course in the target language, but the goal is not to teach the language, or at least the balance between the language and the content is different from a language course in the sense that the language is seen as a tool to impart, express, analyze, and uh, develop um, contents. Um, and uh, I, chose the, I chose to concentrate on the genre of comedy films because I like to have a specific thread that would help us as a class to look at laughter, a fascinating human trait, which pervades both our lives and also happens to inform an important part of Italian cinema, especially right after the neorealistic moment. The, um, as I said, the characteristic of a content course in a language program is that in it the balance between language and culture is spread in a different way from the typical language class. The language is seen as a tool to absorb content, to uh, elaborate content, and not vice versa. And most importantly, teaching, student production, and testing are all centered around intellectually challenging content expressed in the target language. And this obviously has implication for the style of teaching and for the choice of activities that we do. A media-rich environment such as a website seemed the obvious choice as a home environment for a course on films for two reasons. One is that the main text of the course, as I intended it, were media-rich texts themselves, that is, films, and that they, films obviously need a media-rich environment in order to be made accessible and analyzable, as we have just seen in the wonderful film presentation we've just seen. And in order, also, this media-rich environment seemed fundamental to me in order for the students to have certain significant excerpts of films available, just as we saw in the other project, to be accessible over and over again and preserved, just the way a significant text that need to be perused more than once. Now, None of this could be done without a website. Normally students watch parts of a movie in class or they have a screening. Yes, they can be asked to borrow or rent the movies, but I could never ask 20 students to find 20 copies of a film, go home and work on specific scenes. They wouldn't even find the copies, first of all. So uh, putting the scenes on the web for me was a very important part because I wanted the students to be able to go home and at home work very closely with this text. The idea of a website, however, appealed to me not just because the films themselves are media-rich text and therefore naturally fit in a media-rich environment, but also because regardless of the multimedia essence of the content of this specific course, I felt that a website would allow me to build an actual space, like an environment, uh, um, like a physical landscape in which the learners would be free to roam a little bit, um, not necessarily uh, tied up by um, a, a sequential order, but they could choose between uh, different films. Um, uh, they could choose to go to the texts, um, first of all, here, as you see on the right, I have a list of texts that have to do with the film. They can pick another movie. 
and therefore they are allowed to roam freely within a space which is, yes, controlled, but also allows a lot of autonomy. And I like this idea of flexibility and autonomy for a language content course because I thought it would be very important that the students have this sense of being able to construct their own percourses inside the class, as well as following what we're all doing as a class, that they would be free to roam around and uh, have a certain amount of autonomy. This desire to give students autonomy, which was one of the important goals for me, of my class, um, fostered a decision, an important decision for us, which was that um, since we, um, captured a lot of materials from the actual website. Um, for example, in the uh, thematic resources, I would have articles about, uh, I don't know, the Communist Party in Italy. And what we decided to do, what the crew actually helped me decide to do, was to capture the actual, many of these, as I said, were website resources to begin with. So we captured the website resource, which is now part, it's printed on my on my website, but also at the end, we put the web source with the actual link to the web. And this was an important step for me because it ensured me that the text would not get lost. You know, as you know, websites disappear, and I wanted this text to be permanent. But as long as the text is there, the student can also actually link to the World Wide Web for real, and from there, roam further through other links. So to me, this double thing was very important because it ensured a permanence of the website, but also an openness, the, which, is, which was something that was part of me, for me, of the idea of the student having a certain autonomy to be able to explore further certain ideas, certain connections, certain uh, links. Um, I also wanted the students to be able to engage with the films at home, as I said, a very close range. Specifically, I wanted to inter them to interact with specific scenes. The word interactivity is very important, very big in language, has been for a number of years, both in language pedagogy and also in um, computer technology and media-assisted learning and teaching. And there is a huge range of interactivities, of course, which are possible uh, in language courses and through media, going from the simple fill-in exercise that the student, where the student fill in certain words, and the computer interacts in the sense that it gives them the right answer, for example, or it tells them if what they did is right or wrong, which is a very low level of interactivity, but nonetheless, there is some interactivity, to the maximum interactivity, which is where like certain projects like Cultura or Incontro have been doing, putting groups of students from different cultures and different languages in dialogue together through uh, computers with very close uh, supervision to actually exchange ideas on values, etc. Et I was in the middle between these two ends. I wanted the students to engage very closely with the text themselves. So the interactivity I was going for was in the, the interactivity of the student with the scenes, with the actual text. And uh, I wanted them to be able, and I was able uh, to do this uh, because they um, gave me this um, wonderful tool where they could, the students, the website, by the way, was all built in Italian, which is part of the uh, importance of me. And so they would be, the students are able to um, uh, pick um, uh, a number, among a number of scenes, and the three tools for 
um, close reading of the scene are that they can click on are um, the glossary, um, which uh, provides um, important words, a dialogue, which is basically like subtitles in Italian, and they can click on and off, and it's very important for them to have it on, but it's also good, good that they can rewatch the scenes without it. And then the glossary also appears um, uh, in connection with the actual dialogue. The same words that appear as a list on the right also appears here under the dialogue where it says glossary and they are specifically connected to the scene that they're watching and hearing at that moment. And then they can go and change to another scene and uh, uh, do the same type of thing. Each scene also has a little analysis, which is a written text, a short written text, which describes, analyzes certain elements of the scene. In certain cases, it is more of a cinematic language kind of reading. In other cases, it's more of a character analysis. In other cases, it's more of a linguistic analysis of what of the language that is being used in that particular scene. So these three elements, the dialogue, the glossary, the analysis, also appearing and disappearing from under here are the main tools that have uh, made it able for me to ask the students to go home and interact with the scenes very, very closely, which means that um, which means that the students can come back to class with an incredibly deeper connection with the movies. They have observed things that when we watch a movie in class or you ask them to watch a movie at home, there's only so much control that you have on what they're gonna focus on. It, and, and especially, thank you, sorry. And especially there are, uh, there are um, uh, questions of time as well. In class you have certain uh, limitations and this allows them on their own time to work and they can choose one scene and spend a lot of time on a scene or go through the scenes. Another wonderful thing that this environment allowed me to do was for them to build thematic connections through the movies. The fact that they actually have the scenes, the scenes don't go away when they've watched them, but they stay here as a repertoire, allows them to make connections between, you know, find a certain theme throughout the movies from the 50s to the, from the 50s to um, modern times to uh, contemporary times see how a certain theme is being treated differently and they can actually go back and forth and refer to the actual um, clips. Um, now how did I um, set the tasks for the students? I used CourseWorks. I didn't know of Wiki at the time. Now I know and I think I may be back. But at the time for me it was very very important to um, have the connection between coursework and the website. A at first when I went, I was like, okay, you're gonna build me a website, but I'm never gonna be able to make changes. At the time, there was not such simple tool, or at least that we weren't aware, we weren't using it, where I could actually change the website. So for me, it was very important to have a fixed set of resources embodied in the website, which include a lot of text and the scenes, and also a glossary, um, 
um, of uh, um, cinematic terms, and now definitely in the future a connection to the film uh, uh, website that we saw earlier. Um, but it was also um, very important to have a part that where I could change things, edit, and create tasks, and the students could interact. And so coursework, in which I'm not going to go now because I think most of you know it, allowed me a space not just for the syllabus and course information, but for a place where I can post files that are actually editable from me. I can change them. I can make different tasks for the students, and the student use certain grids to actually uh, fill out certain tasks which have to do with the scenes that they watch. So the part that is flexible in the course is in coursework for me and for the students, and the part that is fixed, relatively fixed, it could be changed, but it would be time consuming and I wouldn't know how to do it, is the output, is the input part that is input for the students. The output part, the production part of the students, as well as my own homework assignments and corrections all appear in coursework. And to me, this was a very important decision to have the connection between the two. Finally, the tool, we used a tool called Vital at the time for the final project, which was a presentation. The students picked a new comedy, Italian comedy, that we had not um, studied during the course that came out in 2000 and something, 2003 and or four, I forget, and they decided to pick that and to sort of analyze it and make pre presentations and invite us. They were able to prepare their presentations not only with text, uh, but also with actual uh, visual clips from the film. So their final presentations included visual clips, and that was very exciting for them. They really made something with the language, and of course, as I understand it, with Vicky now, we uh, will be able to have them put the material in the website, which was the understanding that I would use their materials and the web uh, and the technology center would put it on the website. Now it sounds like with Vicky, they would be able to create um, some sort of similar unit on the film like the ones that I have uh, done before. And uh, if you have any questions, uh, um, be glad to answer. Thank you.